When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the 23rd episode of Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, August 5th, 2016. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. It's elementary, my dear Watson. Yes. It took me a minute to see to figure out where that was from, but very good, very good. Yeah, very good. Totally. We are going to talk about suicide squad today <laughs> I, I was gonna say we have a lot to talk about we have a lot of suicide squad to talk about but not, not a whole lot in the news area um uh like i said we're gonna do our uh, suicide squad review we finally made it to suicide squad it's already that deep into 2016 crazy i know uh we got some mcu news with uh, spider-man and guardians of the galaxy we're gonna talk some uh, space jam 2 and uh, the Splash movie remake, uh, we're going to talk about that a little. And we're also going to do a Suicide Squad spoiler review at the end of the show, so stick around if you have seen the movie, and if you haven't, go see it and come back and listen to our spoiler review once you have, and that would be great. Alright, so sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. What do we usually go over first, Brandon? Uh, uh, accounting, the budget. Uh, these lights are pretty expensive, sir. Yeah, totally. You're kind of right. Yeah, we're going to go over the box office results from this past weekend. Oh, I got you. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, accounting in a sense. You know, we're going to give some numbers of how much each movie made this weekend. Uh, the weekend of July 29th through the t- 31st. Um, coming in at number one in its first week was Jason Bourne with $59.2 million. Number two was Star Trek Beyond with $24.7 million. Number three was Bad Moms in its first week with $23.8 million. Num- number four, The Secret Life of Pets with $18.9 million. And rounding out the top five is another animated film, Ice Age Collision Course, with $10.9 million. Um, and that's in its second week. Uh, what stands out to you, if anything, Brandon, this week? And- uh, you know what? I actually believe, if I'm not mistaken, you copied me last week uh, on this, <laughs> but I believe... wouldn't say copy, but okay, go I ahead. I believe we nailed that pretty much one through five. Yeah, I believe we did. Um, no surprise, Jason Bourne number one. Obviously, it's first week out. You know, I'm looking at the top ten right now. I still see Ghostbusters still holding on, trying to make it up there. Number seven, still, I don't know, almost. Yeah, I'd say about thirty-five ish million short to make their budget so far. I'm not. Mean, yeah, domestically, right? Um, uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'm surprised they're yeah they're still hanging on in their uh, they're in their third week, but um. 
But yeah, it's interesting. Interesting to see two animated movies still in the top five. Yeah, there. absolutely. I don't. I'm not shocked by that. You know, Lights Out, man. They're bankrolling 4.9 million budget, and they're already at 42 million. That's a nice take for the studio there for that. Definitely, and I mean, even Bad Moms with 23.8 million had a 20 million dollar budget. Yeah. It's already made its you know money back in its first week domestically, uh, so that's pretty outstanding. And then uh, one thing I noticed: uh, Jason Bourne opened this week with fifty nine million, and last week uh, Star Trek opened up with fifty nine million as well. Um, so yeah, there's Kawinky Dink, Kawinky Dink. So I wonder if Suicide Squad will end up with fifty nine million this week. Let's hope not. Let's hope. Let's, let's hope they're able to get a little, a little higher than that. Better than that. That's not good. Yeah. We'll, we'll, but yeah, we're gonna get into that. Um, but uh, but yeah, like you said, Ghostbusters is hanging on in there. But anyways, but yeah, let's let's get to what we. Our main discussion for the day, which is Suicide Squad. We were both able to see that this week, um, and it obviously comes out tomorrow, officially, um, for everyone to see. Uh, what were your initial thoughts on the movie, Brandon? Let's get let's let's talk about it. Okay, I guess I need to watch how I word stuff. Um, yeah, non-spoilers. Okay. I'll, I'll say it's the best Warner Brothers movie, DC property they've done. But in that same breath, look what it's going against. Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, right. Suicide yeah. Squad. So I definitely will give that number one. Um, entertaining movie. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be a lot. lot. You'll, you'll enjoy the movie. I'll put it to you that way. Did it have its quirks? Absolutely, and I can't really get into that until we get in the spoiler part where I can really voice my opinion. Yes, entertaining, happy with Will Smith, happy with Margaret Robbie, happy with the cast. I mean, I know we've talked about, is there going to be too much Will Smith? I thought it was just enough for me. Wow, knocked yeah. my own mic out. <laughs> um, what's his name? Rick Flagler. What, who? Um, Rick. Uh, Joel. Joel. What is it? Joel. I have. Kinnaman. Kinnaman. Yep. Uh, they're really happy with his acting in that. Um, I know you're going to touch on something about who uh, was going to actually play his role and what she thought right, would have yeah. happened in the movie, so I'll let you touch on that part. But uh, visually, great. Great soundtrack. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts yeah, on that? I, I mean, yeah. I, I, first things first, I, I liked it a lot. Um, close to saying I loved it. Um but yeah, uh, great. Like you said, great visuals. It uh, it started off with a bang. You know, fast pace. You know, boom, boom, boom. We're getting introduced to these characters. I like the way they introduced the characters. Was really cool. Um, almost like a, a beginning of like a, a sports game. You know, showing like the stats That's, of each yeah. <laughs> each individual and things like that, which is cool. Uh, loved the soundtrack uh, and the movies just added to the fun of the movie. That's that's the main thing I had with this movie. It was fun. It was entertaining to watch. It was fun. Uh, I thought the chemistry with the whole cast was great, um, which I think is the best part of the film is just the chemistry with the cast and their interactions with each other, um, mm -hmm. especially the chemistry between... Uh, uh, Harley Quinn and Joker, and also Harley Quinn and uh, Deadshot, um, was great. Um, Love the way they portrayed uh, 
Harley Quinn and Joker's relationship was a lot like the you know the animated series and yep. also the uh, the comics. Um, yeah, it had its problems, you know, story wise. I mean, the plot was simple, but at the same time, towards the end, it got a little messy. Yeah. And you know, where are they really going with this? Um, but it still didn't take away from my overall view of the movie. Um, the villain was just, you know, a throw—not really a throwaway villain, but just kind of mediocre, kind of weak lame. sauce. Yeah, very weak. Um, I, uh, I, lo- I, lo- I liked, as you were saying about Joel Kinnaman, I, lo- I loved him as Rick Flagg. Uh, it was very subtle, but at the same time effective, uh, his performance, you know, kind of the leader of the whole group. Um, like you said, it was originally supposed to be Tom Hardy, which I'm, which would have, like, I love Tom Hardy, but I, I, looking at it now, I believe it would have taken away from the movie. It might have been, they might have tried to focus too much on him because he's such a big star yeah. and... Also, just it might have been a little distracting because he's such a big star. But after seeing Will Smith, maybe not. I mean, they did a you know they did did a great job with Will Smith. He didn't overpower anyone. You know, he was he almost he stole the show, but in a good way. Like it was very subtle. Like it wasn't like didn't and nothing felt forced or anything I like agree, that. Agree with you hundred percent on that. You want to jump in with anything else? What? Uh, no, I mean you pretty much nailed all the stuff. I feel like you can nail without giving away spoilers at this point. But no, uh, Will Smith, like you said, very subtle. In fact, the chemistry of the whole all the characters they all brought their own little flavor and niche to it. Uh, some more than others. Um, now I was. Definitely entertained. I don't know. I think we've touched on this in the past, too. The crew became very, very close during the filming of the movie. Yeah. You know, you had Joker or Jared Leto uh, method acting for the for the whole set, so he never came out of character, which they said influenced all the rest of the actors to step up their game. Right. Uh, as it was brought up before, they all got tattoos. That's at squad. Um, yeah. Spelled out wrong. But, um, yeah, so they got very close on the set, and I think it shows in the movie... Um, with the acting amongst the actors, um, like I said, acting wise, not disappointed. Uh, Story wise, great beginning, like you said, middle great. At the end, it just kind of started losing traction. That's where I kind of said, uh, "Yeah." But what uh, what it, what did you think of the Joker? Like I, like I was talking to you before, um, and you pretty much nailed it. I felt he was very comic book esque, the way he carried his character. Uh, you nailed it right on the head once again with Harley Quinn and Joker. Their 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 relationship was something I would expect to see right off the animated show or reading the comic book. So very happy with that. Once again, that's huge shoes to fill. Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, obviously Heath Ledger being the one that won an Oscar for that role. But um, this will also be the first time we have a Joker and another movie played by the same actor. Uh, that hasn't happened yet as far as movies go. Jack Nicholson played him once. Heath Ledger played him once. Um, and Caesar uh, Romeo played him, obviously, in the old show. Right. Uh, so this will be the first time we actually see a Joker more than once. Same actor. So it's exciting to see what he does with the character. Uh, I think you touched on it before. It's almost like Tom Holland and Spider-Man. Not enough. I, I fell in love with him just from the little bit he was in it, but I'll go with your route. Not enough to say I love the character, but definitely interested to see what they do with it going forward. So. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And one of these days we're going to watch a movie and not agree on it. I'm still waiting for that day to happen. But maybe that's why we do this podcast together because we're so in sync with each other on movies. But uh, back with the Joker. Um, 
Yeah, I like what I saw of of Jared Leto as Joker. I mean, if you're going to this movie expecting, you know, excited about the Joker, yes, be excited about him, but at the same time, maybe hold back your expectations a little bit just because he's not in the movie that much. Um, but from what we saw, I like Jared Leto's take on it. It was it was different. Um, yeah, there were elements that were, you know, like Heath Ledger and like Jack Nicholson, but I mean, that's just Joker character. It's kind of hard not to, you know, have those same uh, characteristics and things like that. But so, so far what I've seen of him, I I like, um, I just, yeah, it's an interesting thought to, cause I mean, he's definitely going to, it hasn't been official, but he's definitely got to be in other movies. Um, it'll be it's interesting to think that, yeah, this will be the first time a Joker is doing it again. It's just the the amount of time he was actually in the movie, it's just crazy. It's like almost seems like maybe, like, why did you go that drastic with your method acting? You're not in the movie even yeah. that much. But, you know, it obviously influenced the other actors, like you said, which, you know, definitely showed on screen. Um, and uh, Viola Davis as uh, Amanda for, Waller. For about her. Yep. yep. Uh, I thought she did great. Um Sometimes, I mean, at some points, she was. I was more afraid of her than the actual villain. I'll be honest um, with you, I was more afraid of her character. I felt like was almost the true villain in a sense in the movie at certain times. Um, you nailed her right on the head, man. Like she, her presence and the and the act she does in the movie, absolutely. I was like, one scene. I, once I get, we'll talk about in spoilers, but one scene that she was in, didn't see that coming. Yeah, I. I Pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, the, I mean, Batman's obviously in the trailers. I, I like the way he was used in the movie. You know, it wasn't, you know, shoved down our throats or anything. It was done very well. Again, he's not, if you're expecting to see Batman in this movie, don't. Again, he's he's barely in it. They just kind of sprinkle him here, you know, here and there in a couple scenes, and that's it. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I like the way he was used. Um, I'm trying to check my notes here, but yeah, Amanda Waller, obviously she's the one that uh, got the whole, what suicide squad together, which in the movie they're called task force X. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall I just, I, I, I had fun with the movie. Um, uh, Jai Courtney as boomerang. He, he was, he was entertaining. Um, yeah, no, he was funny. Kind of remind me of a Deadpool esque with some of the stuff, but yes, I enjoyed his character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I wish there was again back to Joker. I just wish there was a little more of Joker to really get into his you know uh, psyche and you know just kind of really explore him more. But you know they this it wasn't a movie about him. I mean, he had his own agenda in the movie. Yeah. Um, he's not the villain, uh, which you know has been known. That's not a spoiler. Um, but I'm trying to, it's hard to say anything without it. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm kind of, uh, struggling right now. But, uh, I mean, one of the things, uh, we just read our, our partners over at comicbookmovie.com. Supposedly Jared Leto had some more scenes cut than we thought. I mean, obviously in the trailer, we're not going to go into it. There's some scenes in the trailer that you see that, Obviously, didn't make the movie, right. and I just wonder how much more stuff was cut from for the, from the movie, and if we'll get that back and maybe a director's cut edition when it comes out. But yeah, I mean, 
I wish they would have done that if they were in the cutscenes. Well, and especially since he was so committed to this role and, you know, never broke character in between scenes, things like that. I mean, that's got to be hard on him to find out that they cut out a lot of his scenes, you know, all this hard work he did, and then they aren't even showing a lot of it, you know. Um, I mean, he probably feels like Jimmy Kimmel when he got cut from Batman vs. Superman. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Check that YouTube video, people. Jimmy Kimmel, Batman vs. Superman. Hilarious. Probably the best part about that movie. Yep, funny stuff right there. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, this this movie takes place after uh, Batman v Superman, which is actually kind of important. Um, uh, you'll see why, and I'll talk about that more in the spoiler review. Um, but yeah, I just I I like this movie a heck of a lot more than Batman v Superman, which again isn't saying much. But yeah, I mean, this this movie is actually getting a lot of negative reviews um which i was surprised to even see um but if you're just if you're looking to be entertained you know you're not worried about you know uh, just i don't know just looking to be entertained you're gonna be entertained i mean that's that's the bottom line um but uh if you're you're looking at this critically and really trying to nitpick everything you're gonna find quite a bit but i think if you're just going to be entertained you know, it, it does its job. Um, any any more non spoilery no, thoughts? It's uh, it can't be worse than Batman vs Superman. Yeah. So <laughs> it's only going to go up from there. You're, you're going to be entertained as far as that aspect goes. Like I said, not saying much in the same breath, but definitely the best movie Warner Brothers DC have put out so far. Yeah, it's worth the money. <laughs> go go to the movies and see this movie. Um, Even if it's just for the visual soundtrack, I'm in. And and like I said, you won't be disappointed with the acting as well. Yeah, um, uh, actually, the, I mean, you, what what did you think of Killer Croc? Weak, yeah, weak sauce. I know. One, if I had to complain about any of the characters besides the villain, Killer Croc, well, yeah. I wish they would have just CGI'd him. Yeah, ass with you and like you, you know, and you could barely understand him a lot. Yeah, probably because he was wearing all that stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'm just trying to save some stuff for the spoiler because <laughs> I'm trying to talk about stuff and I'm like, I can't say that. Right. Um, but uh, all right, so it's time to rate this thing. What uh, what would you give this movie? I honestly wish I had my rating for Batman vs Superman right now. I think it was a six and a half. Yeah, so we're definitely gonna go higher than that. I will give it. Man, I wish I wish I didn't give it a six and a half now because <laughs> I feel like giving this movie. I'll give this movie seven and a half. Um. I mean, I it's not, and when I say that, it's not like it was a horrible movie. It was, it was good. It was entertained. I was entertained the whole entire time. Um, just a couple of stuff nitpick at. Other than that, I was, I was thoroughly entertained. Um, no, com, no complaints. No wishing. I took had my money back. I'll give it a seven point five. I just wish I would have dropped the Batman vs Superman rating down now. But yeah, <laughs> nah. It, I mean, it's it's hard to do it out of ten. I mean, because yeah, six and a half to me is just. You know, it's it was okay, but could have been better. Seven is definitely a decent movie. So I I, I had seven and a half, but I'm gonna say seven point seven five. Make it a little different than yours. Isn't seven and a half the same thing as seven point five? I said seven point seven five. Oh, I thought you said seven point five. No. Like uh same thing as <laughs> seven and a half, sir, but no. I'm not seven and three quarters. I was trying to pull up my toes to count but i guess i don't need to do that thank you <laughs> so yeah i mean that's that's our uh thoughts on suicide squad obviously it's 
hard to do it without giving spoilers, so that's why we're going to do that at the end of the show. Uh, so for now, let's get to some uh, movie news that went on this week. Again, not not too much this week, but just wanted to touch on a couple things. Um, first things first is uh, there's been a rumor about uh, Black Widow possibly appearing in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um Let's see here. Obviously, it was announced, you know, earlier on this year that Robert Johnny Jr. would be a part of Homecoming. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, now ComicBook.com is now reporting that Scarlett Johansson has been seen in Atlanta, Georgia, the home of Pinewood Studios, where Homecoming is shooting right now. Um, so definitely possible uh, that she uh, could be. Uh, in this movie, you know, she's they're filming there. She's there right now. Uh, obviously, she could be there filming something else. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Absolutely, I have no problem with that. Please be true. I mean, the more the more interaction you have with characters and other characters' movies, it just it keeps it real. That's what I feel like is a Marvel plan of perfecting. The spreading of the seed. I don't know if that's the right word. Spreading of the seed. Okay. It works. I like it. Um, yeah, share. Help build each other's franchises up. I mean, that's it's more money for you eventually. You know, I mean, like we talked before, Black Widow possibly getting her own movie. Yeah, give her give her FaceTime. Scarlett Johansson, I think she is the number one, or her movies have produced the number one budget. What, what am I looking at? Her it movies is- have made the most money. She's the highest grossing female actress there right now. Go. That's yep. what I was looking for. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be super excited. The, I'm not going to ever complain about another character popping up in another character's movie, help making that Marvel universe or Marvel cinematic universe real and keeping it flowing correctly. I, I'm all for that. Yeah, I totally agree. I would, I would have no issue whatsoever as long as it doesn't seem forced or anything or, you know, just seem like a trailer for the next movie. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with that and have had no problems with her character whatsoever in any of the films we've seen her in. So yeah, that's only good news to me as well. Um, but again, I mean, it's, it's only, obviously take it with a grain of salt because there's been no actual visual evidence. It's just been, you know, word of mouth. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely possible she's not in it. Um, but if she was great, uh, yeah, cause like I, you said, keep connecting the universe. Yeah. Cause I, isn't she filming right now? Ghost in a shell. I think she's in production for that right now. So it's kind of, that character is completely different looking than Black Widow. I think she's got black hair for that movie. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's either way. I mean, but I mean, it's interesting that Robert Downey Jr. is in it, who obviously plays uh, Iron Man, and they kind of were on. Well, I can't remember the ending of Civil War. They were kind of on bad terms at the end. Who Spider Man? No, uh, Sil- uh, Scarlet uh, Witch. Scarlet Witch. Or not Scarlet Witch. Uh, black 20s, Black yes, Widow. They were, all, they were on bad terms. Yeah. When so. She left. So yeah, that'll be interesting if you know just more civil war stuff comes into play. But yeah, great if she's in it. If not, oh well, still get you know Iron Man in it. So we'll let you guys know if we hear anything else on that. Nothing's ever a bad day when you have Scarlet. That's right. <laughs> uh, right. So again, uh, following the same lines of the MCU, we have some uh, Guardians of Galaxy two. It looks like 
James Gunn, the director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and obviously he did the uh, first one, um, he took to his Facebook page over the weekend to answer some questions, and when asked about the presence of Infinity Stones in Guardians 2, Gunn (laughs) flat out said there will be no Infinity Stones in Volume 2. When pressed, Gunn went one further and added, there will be Infinity Nothing. It's a story about the Guardians, and it isn't meant to lead to anything else. Interesting. What uh, What are your thoughts on this? Uh, same thing you just said. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know where that movie falls on the timeline for stuff, but that is your big franchise that's connected to the cosmic side of the universe right very interesting to see that there's not going to be any kind of affinity stones and that it kind of i don't know if it's a misdirection thing or what but that's kind of you know we're already supposedly getting hints at an adam warlock um appearance his his clone the female clone of him i believe it's aisha uh is in the movie already confirmed right I don't see how you don't have some kind of reference to the Infinity Stones. That's what are we still missing two in the movies? I believe right. They've they've revealed three: the t- Tesseract, yeah, no, the Ether from Thor, and the Purple from Guardians. Which I don't remember which stone that was, but right. and also Loki's scepter is one. So are we at four or five? We're at four. four. We're still we're missing the Soul Stone and I believe the Time Stone. So I don't understand at what movie, far as Earth-wise, you're going to drop that in, but maybe the Infinity Wars 1, that's when we find the other two stones. I don't know how they're going to do that, but I'm kind of interested just because it's like, that's your big thing tying the cosmic side, and just like Doctor Strange will be the one that introduces the magic side of the universe, but I'm just kind of confused, yeah. you know. But obviously, like I said, I always say DC could take a page right. from Marvel they have not dropped the ball yet since right you know for a hot minute so i can't really well i mean i i don't think they need to have an infinity stone um i mean uh, i mean if you're listening in the show we assume you know what infinity stones are and what the whole marvel universe is um <laughs> yeah. uh but uh but, i mean they've been a big part of m- most of the movies you know in the marvel cinematic universe um but i i don't think you need it i mean the first guardians had the power stone you know the purple one uh, that was you know basically the center of the movie that was what drove all the characters um so yeah why not make this film a little different you know why include anything and i I like it because it almost makes guardians almost like a standalone series it's still within the universe you know that is the mcu but you know it makes it its its own own movie and i and i like that because it does have a different feel than all the other uh marvel movies which Mm -hmm is great but at the same time it does connect it you know it had thanos in the first one and um did have an infinity stone but uh but yeah again i don't think it needs needs to include anything i mean you got doctor strange coming up that could obviously include an infinity stone Mm -hmm. and then you have spider-man which probably won't uh have anything either but then after guardians in the summer of next year you have uh thor uh, Thor three, so I mean that could easily include a, a mm-hmm. Infinity Stone before, you know, we get to Infinity Wars. So I I, I have no problem with this. Um, I think it's great. Again, they're 
kind of separating guardians, but at the same time, everything's still interconnected. So just my thoughts in case you wanted them. Yeah. Uh, I'm just <laughs> digesting what you told me. I mean, worst case scenario, they do a mid credit scene with something yeah. to tie it in, which I could easily see that happening as well. Um, I guess not since I've sat here and listening to you say that. No, that makes sense. I guess you really don't have to. At the end of the day, there's still a lot right. of movies left before Infinity Wars. And it's very possible that they might not have all the stones introduced by the time Infinity War rolls around. So, um, Yeah, I think that would be cool, too. I mean, leaving at least one not discovered until it's been Infinity Wars, because you can kind of you know have a scene of Thanos hunting one down and how he how he you know retrieves it like like in the comics you know he basically you know it's almost like a video game he you know fights each boss for each infinity stone it seems like um but uh so yeah that would be cool to have a scene of Thanos you know retrieving it but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see uh well, sorry vision looks like you're dead but yeah but hey you never, never, you never know. know they they might figure something out for him um but yeah, doesn't doesn't hinder my excitement for Guardians two whatsoever. So either way, I'm excited to see it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for the MCU side of things. Uh, got some interesting news regarding Space Jam two. Space Jam. Yeah, obviously, it's uh, a <laughs> uh, the sequel, or I don't. I guess it's uh, technically a sequel. Um, slash remake of uh, the 1996 film starring Michael Jordan because they were going to make Space Jam 2 starring um, LeBron James. Uh, We still don't know when filming uh, begins, but uh, Michael Jordan actually weighed in uh, with his thoughts on the sequel, uh, namely who he thinks should take on the lead role, and that's L.A. Clippers star Blake Griffin. Um and uh, actually, we have a quick clip here. Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. We got a real thing going now. Welcome to the Space Jam. Do you name? Oh, okay. No, that oh, was great. Oh, I okay. liked that a lot. But Thought you were uh, going to join in. Here's what. Uh, if you had an opinion on who is the main role in Space Jam 2, who would you have chosen? If I had an opinion, who should be starting in Space Jam 2? So there you have it. He he says he would have picked Blake Griffin. Um, he was obviously answering questions for what looks like I don't know, I think it was high schoolers probably or one those, probably one of those basketball camps, right? Um, so yeah, he said he'd pick Blake Griffin, uh, which you know he's a he has a personality. He's uh, uh, let's see here. So yeah, he, I mean he's got a personality. He's funny, um, but uh, what, what what are your thoughts on him picking Blake Griffin for it? Well. <laughs> Do I feel like there's some kind of jealousy towards LeBron James? Yes. Obviously, I think right now in this time and age, LeBron James is probably still right now. I mean, it's, it's going to be passing the torch soon, but still the fran- face of the franchise in the NBA. Everybody figured it would be LeBron James, so then, of course, you leave to Michael Jordan to say, ha, hey, uh, we'll go with Blake Griffin. Well, Blake Griffin was good and funny, 
uh, in those Kia commercials probably a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, but he's fell off pretty hard since as far as, like, his face being out there. You know, last thing I remember him was broke his hand punching somebody in the face. Um, but I think... Was that during a game? I think it was after a game. I want to... And I want to say it was, like, more like the towel boy or something. So, uh, no, I mean, if you're going to have a movie, I don't think Blake Griffin's going to be the kind of dude that's going to get you the necessary numbers you want for exactly. a movie. LeBron, yes, hate him or love him, and now I think a lot of people love him since he went back to Cleveland, obviously. Had his magical run in the finals, you know, did something that's never been done in NBA history. I think right now would be the time to capitalize on that uh, for Warner Brothers. Is it Warner Brothers? Space Jam? I don't even know. Yeah, but it would be the time to capitalize for that. So, yeah, I don't know if it's jealousy, to be honest with you. I, I know, obviously... You always have the LeBron Michael Jordan talk, and I and I'm sure Michael Jordan hears that too. Right. Um. At the end of the day, and and obviously he just did something that Michael Jordan's never done. Um. So I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, personally, if I'm gonna make a movie and I'm trying to sell tickets, LeBron. Right. So no, yeah, I mean, you could have Blake Griffin. I mean, Space Jam had so many yeah. other side NBA characters. Yeah, Blake Griffin could be one of the bodies they Charles still, Barkley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Ewing. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It, 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 <laughs> I mean, this is just Michael Jordan talking. I mean, this is Michael Jordan is not a producer or anything. He was just answering a question. So obviously, this doesn't mean Blake Griffin is gonna he's gonna replace LeBron. I mean, LeBron, like you said, that's where the money is right now. That's more people know who LeBron James is than they know who Blake Griffin is. Yeah. Um, just hearing the name alone. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's. Never going to happen, but it's just interesting that he would say that. Uh, It doesn't say in this article where the question took place, so it'd be interesting to know if it was maybe in L.A. and he's just trying to please... um, The crowd. Yeah, the crowd, you know, just to get them to cheer. Because it seemed like a lot of people were cheering over that. Um, But, I mean, LeBron's proven himself in uh, in train wreck alone. You know, he had a great comedic performance in that. So, you know, he's proved that he can do that. Obviously, his role would be a lot different in Space Jam, too. Um, But, but yeah, it's just interesting. Interesting news. Obviously, nothing to take seriously or anything. Yeah. but uh, but yeah, have Blake Griffin just star in it as well, you know, be be one of the other guys that just like the first one. Um, so our next story, uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago about uh, Disney uh, doing a splash remake. You weren't too happy with that. I no, don't remember, no, right? it's just yeah, it's just you don't need to remake everything, but you know, it is it is what it is. I'm hoping for a remake of a remake of Karate Kid. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. Um, but uh, interesting stuff. So Disney is moving forward with the remake of the yeah! 1984 Sorry, film. Can you believe it came out in 1984? Tom Hanks. Um, so Spl- <laughs> Splash is inter- uh, has a, it's <laughs> it's an interesting twist. Uh, Channing Tatum will star as the mermaid character. Merman. <laughs> It was originally played by Daryl Hannah, uh, while Jillian Bell, uh, she's the main girl on Workaholics, obviously been in a couple other things that I can't think of off the top of my head right now. Uh, she will be portrayed by you know the Tom Hanks's character, so kind of the love interest. So, um, yeah, Channing Tatum will be <laughs> Tatum will be a merman in the new Splash remake. What's what were your initial thoughts on this? 
I think I got the black lung paw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, honestly, smart move. Smart move, right? I mean, Channing Tatum is... Well, I mean, maybe his star power is going down just a little bit, but he, right now he's still one of your top young actors. Just on the name alone, you're, you're going to sell tickets for the female aspect of it. Um, nice to do a remake, but do something different, too, so I, I applause him for thinking a little bit outside the box, not making it a remake of a remake, so it's a little bit of a different thing. Right. Um, even the actress, I'm surprised to a degree by the actress choice, yeah. but I'm, ha- I'm it's different, yeah, so I'm exactly. going to applaud that. Uh, say good job on that. Yeah, because I mean, she's not your typical, you know, lead, you know, actress star. You know, she's pretty, uh, but yeah, you know, she's not your typical. <laughs> I can't look at. I can't. I'm trying not to look at him in the face right uh, now. People, but I always I feel dig like myself a hole. Don't sexist. No, it has not, no, no, no. Today on her well, copy. I mean, speaking of sexist, it's uh, <laughs> interesting. Usually, it seems like they're always you know changing ma- male characters to female characters, but now they're actually changing a female character to a male character. See what the feminists say about that. Am I right? Today on Hard Copy, <laughs> Benjamin's Secord. No, but I mean, this actually makes the movie more intriguing to me. Um, just because, you know, I, I seeing Channing Tatum lately, you know, in the Jump Street series, you know, he's he's funny. Um, so I think they could make this a little silly, make it a little bit of a satire. At the same time, you know, kind of, you know, paying respect to the original. But I think, especially with Jillian Bell, I mean, she's hilarious. Uh, she, yeah. was, she was in uh, 22 Jump Street. Um she was great in that, so I mean they've worked together before. Uh, so I wonder if that has anything to do with her being cast. But uh, but yeah, I think I think it, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, now hearing this, uh, both of them have comedic chops. I'm I'm more excited for it than I was originally. I so. honestly think they should do a universe building project out of this. <laughs> I think they should cross over this with. Would be a good movie to cross this over with. What's Jumanji. Ooh, Jumanji there, yeah. slash Splash. There you go. Kevin Hart, yeah. The Rock, Channing Tatum. Oh man, back together. Yeah, that's actually not Murder a bad man. Idea. <laughs> board game fun time. Oh man, yeah, that would that would be great. Uh, let's 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 petition. Sign a, yeah, let's, let's get sign a petition. a petition. Hey, we'll be like Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody wants to shut down Rotten Tomatoes. I know. For a Speaking of which, sidetrack. Yeah, uh, if you guys haven't heard about that, yeah, since Suicide Squad's getting all those negative uh, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, people are there's been a petition now to shut down Rotten Tomatoes because they're so against DC movies. First of all, Rotten Tomatoes aren't the ones that are putting out this rotten tomatoes is just a, a host website for reviews it's the actual critics who are making this happen so it's not rotten tomatoes there's other sites you can get movie reviews on not just rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. but anyways uh pretty ridiculous um so yeah i i think that's that's pretty interesting i mean at first glance you think oh my god channing tatum as a merman but when you really think about it i think they could make this funny um don't I just hope they don't try to take themselves too serious with it. Um, and if they don't do that, I think they can make it fun, entertaining, even family friendly. Um, so let's see, see what happens. We'll give you guys more news on that as it comes. Um, dude, that's pretty much all we have this week for, for movie news. Um, uh, we're not going to do cutting room floor this week. Um, Side note. Yeah, go ahead, please. Before getting the spoilers, 
Yeah, so our buddy who was here last week, or not last week, couple couple shows ago, Gray, went to saw a movie with him. Obviously, you had the press passes on Monday. I couldn't go. You went to saw it Monday, so I hate you for that. Uh, we saw it. Got, you know, I got off work, uh, rushed, thought I would have to be there to get seats, show up at 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock showing. You know how many people were in the theater when I got in there? How many? Two. What? So then I checked my ticket and I said, what is, and I asked the dude, I said, hey, is this Suicide Squad? And he said, yeah. So I was like, wow. And he was like, yeah. He's like, the six o'clock showing was... 22 seats left, um, but yeah, I'm like, okay. Well, guess how many showed up by the time the movie started? There was a total of eight. Eight wow. of us in the theater for, for a premiere on a Thursday night. <clears throat> it was a 7 o'clock showing? 7 o'clock showing, eight. Oh, brother. And there was no lines when I got out for the Suicide Squad at an IMAX, and there was another line started for another Suicide Squad movie. I think I counted, I'm just going to give a rough estimate, maybe 15 people in line waiting to go in. And on the other side, maybe, I'm being generous here, <laughs> This is for the, that was the IMAX 15. For the regular showing, maybe seven. And I'm actually thinking I'm giving them a couple extra credit number on that. Um, wow. So I don't know. I've never seen it. Even X-Men Apocalypse yeah, had mean- more... I mean, it wasn't a packed theater no, for X Men, but it still was, yeah, pretty pretty full. And that was a small theater too, brother. That was not even the big one. That was like a small, like when a movie's been out for weeks. Yeah, they put it in the small ones. We saw that and that one, and there was eight people. I uh, that blew my mind. Yeah. I've never been to theater with that many, that less of people ever. I think that's the lowest count I've ever been in. I mean, I re- I hope it was just you know a fluke thing. I mean, was was there multiple theaters at the, uh, or were there multiple well, that, theaters? That sh- well, the showing at the time was there was only one seven o'clock. There was a six o'clock, and then as they get as they got later on the night, there was more showings. But I mean, when I I went to the Star Wars uh, Thursday night, you know, showing, but that was like at eleven, uh, I think, when I saw you know Star Wars Episode Seven, and that was pretty empty. And look how much money that made. But yeah, I mean, seven o'clock show, you'd think there'd be a little more. But if there was a six, you know, maybe most people went to that one. Um, and I mean, was there a? Th- did they, is this movie in three D IMAX or? I didn't see three D IMAX at the time. There was an IMAX showing at seven. That was the nine o'clock showing. Okay, and I didn't. And that was the line that had fifteen waiting to go in. Okay, so I mean, and but usually, like when I get when whenever a movie has come out, as far as Marvel goes or anything. Dude, the lines are stupid. Yeah. It was stupid. Even what was the last uh, the Civil War? I mean, the line for that stupid. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of disappointed. I mean, I, and like I said, I'm not knocking the movie. It's pro- definitely the best thing that they've put out so far. Right. But uh, I, that blew my mind. Like as far as I mean, do you? That. I mean, do you think it has anything to do with uh, the the reviews that have been? I I I can't help but think that yeah. doesn't that doesn't help. Just like Ghostbusters, that movie got ripped apart before the movie came out that definitely can't help i'm in so yeah i mean i mean probably you know on top of batman v superman doing so bad um yeah i can see that but i'm just hoping that you know it's just the theater you were in and it was just kind of a yeah i'm sure i mean i'm sure it's just a fluke thing i've never seen that before yeah you know and um you know all, all the stuff that's surrounding it you know we talked about this right before the show started you know, it's not going to help them, and this is one of the things that are floating around. The movie not being released in China, which is a huge, yeah. 
huge hit financially for the company if they don't have it open up in China. That's going to be a big blow. Um, and, you know, obviously the director at the press con, I think at the release of the movie, he yelled F Marvel. So that really? caused a lot of controversy. Wow. And then he had to later go on and apologize. Obviously, it could be, it's all, it could be in good fun. <laughs> but when you're already getting compared to Marvel and you have fanboys that are Marvel, DC, hardcore, that doesn't help. Right. Um, so, I mean, like I said, it's going to be an interesting challenge. Like I said, the biggest thing for them is if they don't get to try in a box office, I think that's going to be... I know. That's yeah. not going to... That's <laughs> that's no, bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I just wish... Because how many movies have you seen where the critics didn't like and you loved? I mean, don't you don't always have to listen to Obviously. the critics. I mean, judge a movie for yourself. See it for yourself. Judge it for yourself. I mean, if you have a critic that you follow regularly and you you know generally agree with them a mm-hmm. lot, then yeah, I mean, you're gonna you know go with their opinion and maybe wait to see it on Blu-ray or or whatever you got to do. But overall, it's, films are subjective. Some people like movies other people don't judge it for yourself that's what i want you to do <laughs> i mean for me it would be worth the money to go see suicide no, I, Squad. I, uh, I agree too it's entertaining you know if you if you want to be entertained at the theater go see suicide squad and uh it, it's just yeah it's just crazy how effective like things like rotten tomatoes can be and just how you got this Marvel DC rival. People, you know, are so biased towards their Marvel movies that they, you know, just shun any DC movie. It just it gets annoying. And and just if you like movies, just see a movie. Don't worry about what property it is, and enjoy it. Anyways, I mean that's pretty much our show. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for all the support and all the our responses on Twitter and our email. Gonna go over some questions from you guys next week on our show. Um, obviously, you can follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Email us questions or tweet us questions, but email us questions at uh, bbentertainmentcast at gmail Follow our personal accounts. Uh, mine is uh, at bcord. Brandon's is at Big Papa Cast or BBCast. Oh, I'm sorry. At Big Papa BBCast. Um, follow our personal accounts and uh, yeah, like inter- interacting with you guys. Follow us on uh, or subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate and review us. We'd appreciate it a lot. Um, but uh, before we wrap up the show, we're going to go over next week's box office results um, coming out this week. Oh, what do we have? Oh, yeah, that's right. We have Suicide Squad. That is, I guess, a big release. Uh, um, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, and another release, Nine Lives, uh, the family comedy starring uh, Ka- Kevin Spacey as a cat. So, you know, that or Suicide Squad, it's a tough choice. Um, all right, Brandon, I'm going to give my predictions before you, my friend. Because you always go first. No, I don't want to be accused of uh, copying. Okay. Okay. Anyways, all right. So obviously, I'm going to go with Suicide Squad at number one. Um, hoping that takes in. I don't know. I would like to see 150, but you know, 120 to 130 uh, would be nice. Uh, Jason Bourne uh, for my number two. I'm actually going to go with Bad Moms at number three. Star Trek at number four, and 
Secret Life of Pets at number five. That will be my choices. Brandon, where do you see the box office falling this week? Wow, I feel like I'm taking the page out of your book. Literally, I <laughs> think that's top five. I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of Nine Lives. Really? I don't think I've even seen a preview for that. That's why I'm kind of, you know, and I, and I feel like for me, if I'm not seeing previews myself, and I have the TV on quite a bit in the background doing stuff, I just can't, honestly, I can't even say I knew Kevin Spacey was doing an animated movie. So for me, I, I do stuff on that, like just like the, the one I keep going back to, the Matthew McConaughey movie. The uh, where he was like helping the slaves out. Like, oh, yeah, that 12 or free state of Jones. Yeah, I never saw barely any previews on the TV, so yeah, that that's how I predicted. I think the top five pretty much the same. I agree with you 100%. I just don't think nine lives is going to do enough. I could see it switching with the secret live of pets, but no, I, yeah. I don't see I didn't see any press behind it. And I mean, Bad Mom, Star Trek, and Secret Life of Pets. I mean, they're definitely easily interchangeable. I don't. I think either one of those could be any of those numbers. But yeah, because um, even Star Trek, I could see putting that ahead of Bad Moms. But I mean, that's three action movies. You know, in a yeah. at the top three, if you do that, and I just don't see that happening. You know, people you know are going to go see comedies. That's the only big comedy out right now. Secret Life of Pets is the only animated movie. Nine Lives is actually live action. Um, uh, but yeah, he just voices the cat. Um, so yeah, it's so you're you're going with with my list. I'm eh? going with yours. Right. You know, one quick note too. Um, this is from Gray. Our he's been on the podcast before. He said, and I quote, "Tell Benefer I said it was weak," referring to Suicide Squad. Really? So interesting. And yeah. he's he's being serious. He was being serious. I know he did. did he did say he that he did enjoy. I talked to him a little bit after the movie. Pretty much the same thing we saw Joker and Harley Quinn. Their relationship. Hated the villain. Hated the fight scenes at the end. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I was I actually I didn't realize he didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. But he wow. apparently he didn't like it as much as I thought he did. Interesting. Yeah, I saw it with uh, our buddy Joey, and he he loved it. Um. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we both came out of it super positive, and we're talking a lot more. You know, the more I digested the film, the more I could see. You know, the the flaws in it but yeah i mean just watching it you know i had a great time with it you know what can i say not gonna apologize for that yeah um but uh but yeah uh we'll get into spoilers uh right after the show if you want to stick around and hadn't haven't seen the movie yet um any any last words for the folks who uh aren't gonna listen to the spoilers yeah well if you are at work and you cannot get to your phone or computer our buddy here, Benjamin, has wrote out a review, so make sure you check that out, too. He wrote a review on Suicide Squad, so yep. check that out if yep. you want to give him the information on where to look that up at. Appreciate that. Yep, you can uh, check out my review and uh, other reviews uh, at uh, blockbustermentalityblog.wordpress.com. BlockbusterMentalityBlog.wordpress.com. Again, I'm going to try to post more reviews on there. Maybe do like throwback uh, Thursday reviews, you know, on movies I've seen before or old movies I've never seen before and then watched or watched again. Blah blah blah. Anyways, I might do you know older movie reviews as well. Like so, it, I like it, sir. Yeah. So want to be more active on there. Um, but yeah, that's our show. Appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, again, thanks for all the support. 
Uh, go see Suicide Squad. I promise you will not be disappointed. Wouldn't you say, Brandon? Yeah, de- like I said, definitely the best movie out of the franchise so far. Not going to be a regret of your money, so definitely check it out. Yes, sir. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. Grab your popcorn. Grab your snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. All right. I think everybody's gone. Good. I'm a little gassy. Deadshot dies. Well, Green Arrow shot him. Yeah, through the eye yes. with a bow. Yep. Deadshot is dead. I can't believe that. Will Smith, man, that's a lot of money to kill somebody off I in know. the first five minutes of the movie. Tell me about it. But uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know we're lying because you are listening to this because you've seen the movie and you want to hear our spoiler review of Suicide Squad. Um, obviously, you probably listened to the non-spoiler part as well, so don't want to repeat ourselves but uh what do you want to talk about that uh you can freely talk about now uh that we are giving the spoiler review brandon um you know what great like i said definitely the best movie that's happened great um tie-ins that they did this is the first time i feel like they've actually did it right as far as connecting the universe they've done stuff to help make it fluid um obviously um, I'll kick it off with the, the cameo with Flash. There was a Flash cameo, okay. Um, Captain Boomerang in the universe, in the comics, one of the Flash's main uh, rogue villains. So that was cool to have that tie-in. Um, obviously, a mid-spoiler credit scene. Uh, Bruce Wayne talking with um, Walt, just Waller. Waller. Yep. And um, him pulling out the case files, and it's the Flash, Aquaman. Definitely tie-in in the Justice League of America. So it was cool to see all that that aspect of it. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. Like I said, I was I was um, definitely happy with the movie and results. Villain, I will say, villain sucked. Oh my god, uh, I hated the brother part, the CGI brother. Yeah, it was stupid. Enchantress was Waste obviously time. the villain. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the fight scenes, the fight scene at the end. If you're as powerful as she is, supposedly power level. Why are you hand fighting the rest of the the you know the Suicide Squad? I didn't. I didn't. No, no, didn't like that. I know Gray was absolutely mad about that. And right. I know that was one of the things he said as soon as the movie was done. Like, why? And what were you saying about Diablo at the end? Diablo. I hate, oh my god! I'm gonna transform now. I'm gonna show you my real power set. So this whole entire time, you knew he could do that, and you know, I think Joey. I talked to him for a hot minute tonight. Was he one of them? Because he started talking to them in their language at the end, right? Yeah. So was he an ancient spirit? I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to figure that out. I know. Um. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't care for that Diablo at the end with the whole. Oh, I'm gonna show you. No. I like what they did and how he kind of was the link that brought everybody together. Right. Motivated them. Um. His story arc was tragic. He killed his own wife and kids on accident. Yep. So, I mean, his motivation for that that scene, I was happy with that. Great motivation. Get it. Just, But the fighting with them at the end, hated that. That's what kind of, if I had to complain, that the last 20 minutes, 15 minutes leading up to that, um, not good. Yeah. Not good for me as far as 
that stuff goes. Yeah. What about what about what are you about yourself on? Yeah. So I mean, I totally agree with everything you say. Um, so yeah, to go back to the beginning a little bit. Now, the reason I say why it's important that this is after uh, Batman v Superman is because they, you know, they quickly say how Superman's gone, Superman's dead, as you know, you've yeah. seen in Batman v Superman. And that's really important because, yeah, if Superman's around, why would you even need these guys? You know, so that's key to why she forms this group. Um, if he's around, there's no point for Suicide yeah. Squad. Uh, so I like how they, you know, connected that um, right away. Even mm-hmm. you know, they they didn't waste any time at the beginning. I mean, they introduced us to Deadshot, Harley Quinn right away. Then, then they went into the Amanda Waller meeting with those guys from Washington, saying, t- talking about the uh, task force uh, that she wants to assemble. And then she gets into, you know, each person she's talking about. The only thing is, she's talking about metahumans. And actually, our John Campia over at Collider brought this up. Uh, how you know she's talking about metahumans fighting other metahumans. That's basically why she's forming this group. There's like two metahumans in this group you got diablo and killer croc yeah so i mean that's technically low. enchantress at first but yeah, yeah exactly human so. deadshot harley quinn human yeah i mean slipknot human yeah and that stupid power uh we're gonna we're gonna let him cl- no it's stupid but well, yeah. do you know what slipknot is supposed to be like in a the, human do you know what I'm he was sure. no i know but do, what i mean what is what was his special they say he can High up any, I don't even know. Yeah. I was just like, what but, the- I mean, they kill him right away. Yeah. <laughs> Which, spoiler alert, not really. So basically, spoilers, basically, but. he was put in the movie so they could kill him to and just show, show you that. Yeah. yeah, show everybody else so that they're serious. I did and, like how Captain Boomerang. I felt like that was pre-planned, and he kind of just watched to see what was going to happen, and then yeah. he was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> we're, get, we're gonna do this right. Yeah, now. exactly. So yeah, Slipknot being in any sort of promotion was basically just yeah waste. You're not gonna see Slipknot at all in this movie. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I said, Batman v Superman was important. That it's after that. Uh, let's see here. I just had notes. Bear with me here. Um, yeah, the mid credit scene, like you brought up, uh, I like that a lot. I like that Ben Affleck was in it as Bruce Wayne, um, basically led up to the Justice League. But because again, I think that almost negates any Suicide Squad sequel. Because again, why do you need Suicide Squad if you have the Justice League? Um, so I think this movie was so that these characters can either be in their own standalone movie or just be, you know, put into other DC uh, properties. properties. Yep. Um, but yeah, the villain Enchantress. I mean, I, I liked certain aspects of her at the beginning. She was cool looking mysterious, but yeah. And then just by the end, it was just, come on, this is pretty silly. just the way she kind of danced there. It was so the CGI was even kind of bad. Just the climactic scene with everything was just kind of yeah. meh. Yeah. But again, I mean, I'm talking so negative about that aspect, but it's just, uh, just the team build up with everything. Uh, just really liked a lot. Uh, again, the chemistry, um, yeah, I just wish, wish Joker was in it more. Yeah. I absolutely wish Joker was in it more. Um, Man, they kind of went, you know, a little risque, you know, Joker giving up Harley Quinn to a guy, well, you, here you can yeah. have my lady, yeah. and obviously it was a test, and, and Homeboy almost fell for it at first, and then he was like, no, that's your yeah. girl, too late at that yeah. point. <laughs> he kills him anyways. Kills him anyways. Yeah. Um, 
I do like Joker's ruthlessness in yeah. that that aspect. Um, like he's he's like seems like the most craziest one. Like he's just he has no rhyme or reason to him at all, which is cool. But yeah, it just it just makes him makes him almost the most scary. You know, the most scary Joker. Um, but. With that, I wish his interju- introduction was better. You know, it just they just kind of showed him right away. It's just like, okay, this is Har- Harley Quinn was you know a psychiatrist who, you know, was trying to help out the Joker, and they just show him right away. You know, no no big introduction, which I guess is fine because it's not his movie. He's not the main villain or anything. Just wish, you know, there was a little more to that. I was a little scared at first because they kind of. Then they quickly went over how he said, you know, in the first trailer, I'm going to hurt you real, real bad. Um, they just, that was so quick. Um, and that's how I felt about all of his scenes. They were just boom, 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 Joker real quick. And then we're going to just get back to, you know, the actual plot of the movie. And I just wish they even just like a minute longer, you know, um, he didn't really have any, you know, long dialogue, uh, long, you know, any long monologues, uh, in the movie like Heath Ledger had and Jack Nicholson had, they just didn't spend much time with him um it's basically almost like just we got a glimpse of him which was cool but i guess that you know you know is a positive to jared leto's performance because i did want to see more of him um you know he left me wanting more which i think is good um i was a little scared at first because like i said they quickly went over the whole him you know doing the shock on uh harley quinn's head they just quickly went over that and i was like man that's all they're going to show of you know their history and their backstory but then at, you know towards the end they then showed of her jumping into the acid or whatever which i wish they would have explained more maybe they'll do that in like a standalone harley quinn movie or something um you know her jumping into that vat of acid uh wish they Explain that more, but I'm glad they, you know, revisited their backstory a little bit. Sorry, I'm taking up all the talk no, time. No, you got anything no, else no, to no, add? No, 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 I'm just <laughs> listening to you. No, I mean, my, you know how I feel. I wish they would. Obviously, it's not a Batman movie. I just wish they would have had some more. I know. I was under yeah. the impression, uh, if I even read it, I think before this movie came out, they were supposed to ex- talk about tattoos and have some kind of more explanation. Nothing on that. About Joker's tattoos? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you know, I'm a sucker for this. Robin, no mention of Robin. I know it's yeah. not a Batman movie. You don't even know why Joker did all his tattoos. I mean, it's some kind of explanation, but whatever. I will say what I did enjoy about this movie. I felt like the motivation for each character was explained almost to a degree, and what was driving them. Joker had a motivation behind this movie. What His end goal was to get Harley Quinn back. Right, you know? yeah. All these characters are motivated by getting either released, prison time, off, whatever. So they had motivation in the movie, which kept driving the, the movie forward for me. Um, another thing I was thinking about, and we talked about this at the very beginning of the show, Amanda Wallace. Um, Waller. Waller. Amanda Waller. God, that should have been the villain of the movie. Holy I crap. Know. The scene where they are, the whole entire time the mission is to get a, a VIP, I guess a VIP, very important person or high value target. Uh, HVP is what they said. High valuable tar- tar- uh, high valuable person. Didn't know they were going after her. So the whole entire time you're thinking they're going to go after somebody big. It was Amanda Waller the whole entire time. So they're cl- the Deadshot comes in. They're talking. She's like, delete all these files. There's a whole room full of FBI agents. 
all of a sudden they pan over and she's shooting everybody in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy crap. And then yeah. they said it the best. Like, that's the real bad guy here is her. Yeah. I mean, like, she just shot four or five people in the head, cold blooded. I mean, like, no, no remorse. Yep. You know? Yeah. No, she's ruthless. And I, I think, like I said, I think Vilo, Vilo Davis is uh, perfect for that role. I think she did wonderful. Go ahead. No, I was saying, can you see Oprah? I know that was a, a rumor floating around for a while. Oprah yeah. for up for the role. Could you have seen her doing it? No, I don't think she has enough. Uh, I, I don't think she has enough, I don't know, ruthlessness to her, enough, you know, anger, enough. Trying to think of the right word, but you you get what I'm saying. It's just she seems too nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, how'd you how'd you like the scene where she told Deadshot to shoot Harley Quinn? And he, oh, I missed. And that was pretty cool. That, no, that was a good. Love that scene actually. I like um, when you see, you see uh, her in the scope. You know, it looks like she's dead, and then she just kind of does the typical awesome. Harley Quinn, you know, wave or whatever. Like. She, she uh, she played a great Harley, Harley Quinn. Uh, I mean, for me, the one thing that stood out for me with her was, and it just goes to show you her character. Um, after she thought Joker was killed, like her waiting for them, like the emotion level she showed, right, and like that whole everybody, the whole team. That was the first. I mean that that scene together, like the team how they reacted. You could tell everybody was actually felt bad for her, right, and they showed it in their own ways, and how she had to put a smile on her face when she saw them. Um, good. I mean, that was like the kind of acting, the little subtle things like that, that I loved about the movie I picked up on for me personally, like that scene when out in the rain, that huge loss for everybody. And, and it was just like, that was, yeah. I mean, was, the actual performances, um, out of everybody were just, you know, more than you could ask for, for a comic book movie. I thought the acting was great. The performances, the chemistry was great. Um, yeah, it's. Sorry. Um, and then back to Joker again. You were saying, you know, I wish they how they explained the tattoos and the teeth and everything. I I think they they must know what they're doing with him. I mean, they got to know and they're they're they have to explore that. I'm sure in the solo Batman movie or if they do a solo Harley Quinn movie, I'm sure they have stuff planned, have things written. I mean, I don't know seems like we it's common knowledge about the uh actors with marvel their contracts and everything i don't know if we know anything about contracts with the dc folks you know if jared leto has multi multi movie deals he does and he's even said that this is a role that he is loving wants to play and saw himself he said i could retire off of this role um really yeah um well that's good to hear so he's definitely in the character uh, and that's good to hear um Dude, I know it's a random change, but that jet dead shot scene where he's pretty much taking out all those dudes by himself and like yeah. all the guys in the army are just like stop firing and just watching them. Yeah. That scene for me was pretty sick. That was uh Yeah, that was probably the best action scene. I mean, even though it was just shooting, it just I don't know, it just was really really cool. Um wait, are you talking about when he's practicing or just when he's No, when he was like yeah, actually out. in action. Yeah, 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 that was Because the homeboy told him, you know, once you once you kill people from like a building and you're not gonna stick around, once the fighting starts, you're gonna leave. Yeah. And then like he handled it by himself. I yeah. Mean, that yeah. was that was a sick scene from that was that was awesome to watch. Definitely. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then uh But yeah, Killer Croc, man, he was 
It was a waste. Waste, waste, waste. I mean, the only thing he really... and he Nope, he didn't even plant the bomb. I was going to say, maybe he got... The, nope. Yeah. Nope, he didn't even do that. He wanted to fight dudes under the water, but... Yeah, and then he just fought, like, the henchmen, you know, uh, which the henchmen were lame, too. The henchmen of the, you know, Enchantress or whatever. Um, you know, fighting them a little. He showed his strength and stuff. But other than that, yeah, he was just... He, and you could barely understand him a lot. It was just, I don't know. Pretty lame. Um, I want BET. Uh, yeah, lame. Yeah, exactly. I, I like how they brought around you know the espresso machine because in the trailer you see Harley Quinn, yeah, you know, drinking, drinking that. Wait, I mean, what did you think about that ending scene with her there and then the SWAT team coming in and it ended up being Joker? Well, I mean that. I mean that pretty much guarantees we know Joker's going to be involved with Harley Quinn at some point. You know, the rumor was Margaret Robbie loves his character a lot. You know, pushing for her own Birds of Prey-esque movie. You know, female villain slash female superhero-led movie. Be awesome to see that. Um, obviously, I think, like I said, Joker's going to be a big part of the next the plans for the franchise going forward. You know, rumors of him being in London for the shooting so of Justice League going on right now. So oh. maybe a cameo oh, for that. Oh, that would be cool. Who knows? Um, you know, another word. I know I just keep hopping back subject subject. Dude, the, and this disturbed me, and I know this This is one of the things I talked to you about, Joey about, and Gray about. So, everybody's having visions of what they want in the future. This whole entire movie, Will Smith's motivation is to see his daughter again. His daughter's the driving force, and that's beating your face. You know, that's that's his motivation. His vision, you know, Harley Quinn has a vision to be married to the Joker, him normal, her normal, with kids. You know, Diablo's his family back alive. Rick Flag is his girl and him together. So obviously, you know, I'm thinking, hey, Will Smith's character, daughter, a fantasy about his daughter. Nope, it's him killing Batman. Yeah. To me, that was just like so random. Yeah. Because that's was... like his motivation. What he wanted was to be with his daughter, and you have your vision of killing Batman. Right. Yeah, that was very weird. And I mean, then, and then he sees his daughter as he's trying to save the day by shooting that bomb in the air. Um, yeah, that, I, I agree with you. That was very strange. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the ending scene, you know, the, basically the last shot was Joker's face. So, I mean, they're, they're planning something big with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's get they're going to explore him more. They got to, um, what's just interesting is that when someone goes that method, you know, with their acting, usually they don't do it again. Um, usually it's, you know, an Oscar movie or something like that, where there's not going to be a sequel to, yeah, this is it's interesting to think that he's going to actually revisit this character and, you know, get into that mode again mentally. I just don't know, you know, if it's going to be the same. Uh, maybe it's good that we didn't see much of him, so we don't really notice a difference. Because, I mean, you look at comedies, you know, when there's a sequel out, the characters seem a little different. You know, they just because, you know, these actors are humans. It's human to not be able to, you know, get to that exact same place again. Even even in comedy shows, you know, if you go from season to season, they totally change each season. I mean, it might be subtle sometimes, but I don't know. It's just interesting to think of uh, of a method actor doing this kind of role revisiting this. So, never thought about it that way, but yeah, yeah. that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how that turns out. I just can't wait to hear more announcements. I just hope people see this movie. I hope they don't get turned off by all these, you know, this negative reviews they're seeing. Cause I mean, the reviews I'm reading, they're saying how they, you know, 
were entertained and liked the characters and the chemistry and all that. It's just the plot and the villain and this and that. It's like, but you just said it was entertaining and that you liked the characters. Like what? I mean, it's a comic book movie. It's not, you know, it's not going for an Academy Award. It's not going for, you know, uh, it's just, it's just irritating that it's getting these negative reviews. I mean, yes, there's negative aspects of it, but overall, I believe it's a good film. Um, so yeah, again, I just hope people see it because I want this universe to last. I want to see where it goes, and uh, yeah. I mean, because if this does bad box office wise, I mean, at what point you've already filmed Wonder Woman? You're obviously in the production of Justice League. Does Warner Brother change stuff up if this movie bombs? I mean, they're going to start, you know, the process at least. Uh, I mean, because they have movies announced in 2020. And that's actually something I meant to bring up uh, when um, we were talking about the news is that they they tested a different cut in front of test audiences that the test audiences, you know, liked. And, you know, were get, they were getting favorable responses from. And it's a totally, I don't know about totally different, but it's a different movie than what we saw. So... Who knows how much hand the studio had in it. It's just sometimes you just you need to let the director, you know, have its have his freedom and let him do yeah. his job. You know, the studio thinks it's helping and sometimes it doesn't. But again, I, I liked this movie, so I'm just going off of what, you know, the ne- you know the negative aspects are coming from. But anyways, hopefully this doesn't bomb. Go see it. Well, if you're listening to this part, you're you going to see it. Better have seen it or <laughs> yeah. else. Or I'm just... not going to call the audience stupid or weird, but why would you sit through this yes. if you haven't seen the movie? Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, just hope people see it. Hope it makes money this weekend and hope it uh, – I want to see more Joker. I want to see more Harley Quinn. I want to see more Deadshot. Let's keep this universe going. Any other thoughts on uh, anything? Mm, no, not really. I mean, I think we pretty much. I'm sure it'll be one of those things tomorrow. Like, wow, I wish I would have brought that up. But no, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, tweet it. We'll tweet. We'll tweet anything we think about. But uh, but yeah, well, it's be interesting to see what the box office brings this weekend. Definitely most feels like my most anticipated box office weekend because I really want to see how this how this one. You does. know, and it's just crazy because it was the most tweeted. Thing about, I mean, on Twitter, obviously, it won for the most anticipated movie on Twitter and all that stuff with fan response. So to get this bad of reviews right now, I'm kind of just still scratching my head. But you know what? Like I said, the biggest thing for me, and I hope somehow it opens up in China because that can uh, that that will be a big boost to them. But we'll see. Yeah. Again, I hope people listen listen to your friends and listen to people you actually know about the movie, you know? <laughs> you know, cuz I mean, you'll see critics say something's bad, then all your friends go see it. Uh they say it's good. Listen to the fans. That's uh that's what I want to go off. Yeah, you you may I may be saying go see it and you may still not like it, but I mean, again, film is subjective, but I think the majority of people if you go see it, you'll like it. You'll you'll be entertained. And what more can you ask for? All right, that is officially our show. Uh, for those of you who stuck around for our spoiler review, we appreciate it and uh, hope you liked the movie at least semi as much as we did. Um, any other, any last 
thoughts, Brandon. Nope, just shoot us a tweet. Tell us what you thought. Yes, sir. All right, guys, that again is our show. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the box office Suicide Squad next week. Anyways, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace.